0: Welcome, 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 Lake Hoopland's fans. We're back. It's episode two, season two. So much, so much basketball has happened already. Yeah. Of course, right. I'm Scott. That is Brendan. And our uh, main, main guest. Main attraction. Main attraction. I'd wait in line to see this guy. Coach
1: Duffield. He's the state, again, <laughs> state champion,
0: Coach Joe Duffield.
1: Great to be here.
0: Let's let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Um, sponsorships, including the title sponsorship, are still available. Feel free to reach out to me.
2: Or me. I'll even talk to you.
0: Yeah, but I'm nicer. I don't know if anybody would agree to that. <laughs> I think so. Your children certainly wouldn't. Uh shwoodard at gmail.com. Give me a call, two one four three three five two five five six. I'm putting my phone number on a podcast. Is that a good idea? That's a great idea. <laughs> I think people on radio don't do that on purpose. It looks good on you. It does. Uh, so, like I said, lots of basketball has been played already. We'll start with the um, Midnight Madness for Lake Highlands. Lake Highlands tip-off. Let's discuss a little bit of that. Uh, great uh, showing from the fans. Great enthusiasm for the team. Um, most importantly, great results for the community. Uh, in terms of Feed Lake Highlands. So is there a certain tonnage of food <laughs> that we brought in-house and what did that look like?
1: No we're we're, we're really appreciative of everybody that came out. It, it was a great event uh, like it is every year but um, really thankful for the people that were able to donate some goods and uh, our guys were able to take all that stuff over to Feed Lake Highlands uh, the, the following uh, week after practice and Uh, Just a great way to get out and help the community as Thanksgiving approaches and uh and yeah, I think I think uh the people that stole the show at the tip off were our girls uh three point shooters. Uh they dominated us in the three point shooting contest. I did so see shout the video out girls. I did see the video. Who who won? Uh Lizzie Kellum was the was the overall winner. Uh Sincere Anderson was our, our best boy shooter. But uh Lizzie and the girls, they they came out hot. They they shot the ball really well and, and they're off to a great start in their season too. Um had another big win last night, so I thought they stole the show uh, at the tip off. Our people are still talking
0: to Coach MJ's people. So we'll have her on uh, eventually this season at some point. Um, I did see the video. It was, I like the improvised basketball rack of like another player yes. kneeling right, <laughs> kneeling right <Yeah>. in front.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite like the All Star game where we've got five racks. So we, we make do with what we have. But um, yeah, it's, it's just a, a fun event. We're appreciative to the student groups that came out and, and performed as well, you know, cheer and. And Wranglers and Highlandettes uh, did that for us, and um, you know, crowd was great. And it's just, it's it's really fun for our, our kids to kick off the season like that at home and, and to be able to do that in front of our fans.
0: So uh, sincere was the three point winner. Who was the dunk contest winner?
1: Uh, Zolan Skinner uh, and I think Elias Dement were the two finalists, and and Zolan uh, ended up coming away with the win. I think he got a fifty on the last dunk, so he had he had some really nice dunks in, in that contest. Who are the
2: judges on that thing?
1: Uh, we were lucky to have uh, two uh, football captains and then and then two of the captains from the volleyball team uh, I feel like came in. Host,
0: podcast host could do that pretty well
1: yeah we, hey we, we love honorary <laughs> dunk contest uh, judges next year we, need, we can definitely make that happen but uh, we were excited to acknowledge um, you know the volleyball team the great season they had. Uh, what a win. It was the first time for them to get past the second round of the playoffs I think in eight years with the McKinney Boyd was like number one in the state ranked in the nation mm-hmm. so the the volleyball team is awesome knocking them off um, and so we were able to talk about that and then obviously football was on the verge of the district championship and we knew they were going to beat Irving and, and wrap that up so we wanted to honor them too so I uh, really appreciate I know I think it was Deontay Dean and uh, a couple other guys from the football team. And then Peyton Tompkins and, and Haley Pekorsky also helped us out. Man, Lake Highlands truly is a
2: school of champions, so to speak. Gold I mean, ball season. It, gold ball season. <laughs> uh, people are definitely on the ascent. And the winning is, is it's got to be unmatched. I mean, we're talking about track, wild success,
0: tennis, big seasons there. Everybody's a winner. Soccer, the girls' soccer team has an All-American. That I coached in little soccer, Danny Shomp. Oh, that's right.
2: I saw that yesterday. Congratulations there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, A a shout out to our fellow podcaster, Matt Mosley, and his podcast, the Boneyard Podcast. Of course, the Lake Highlands football team plays Friday night in Melissa against Prosper. Uh, Melissa, Anna, I don't know who settled that area up there, but that guy was getting around.
2: I don't know, but the all- the Almond <laughs> brothers paid tribute to all of them, so they're they're good there.
0: Uh, so yeah, attend that football game when you're not attending the Lake Highlands basketball games, obviously. So a um, couple of games that we've uh, already gone, th- we've already played the past couple of weeks. The first look, yep, which was a scrimmage uh, against PSAT National. Brendan failed that one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the PSAT yeah I just think that's
2: just a letter grade I don't think that's a pass fail option is it not
0: Uh, so that was a win and against Plano a good a good win there so how did those two games come uh, to fruition
1: yeah just really great showing by our guys Um, it was a cool event you know it was over at Drive Nation so there's six courts Um, there were a lot of college coaches um, at that scrimmage so it was good for our guys to get to play in front of a lot of those college coaches. And, um, the, the PSAT team from Houston is a, is a big prep school. They have a lot of, um, players who are being heavily recruited and, you know, some people are talking about them as being one of the most talented teams in Houston. And our kids played super tough that game. I think we took, we, I don't, I don't know how many were called, but we took eight charges. Um, diving on the floor just just play with a lot of toughness and togetherness and I was really really encouraged by that and then then turn around and and beat Plano who has a really good player uh, who will be a division one basketball player so um, we were really excited about the way our guys went out there and competed in the first scrimmages and it was nice to be back on the bench coaching you know when they do these fall events we're not allowed to coach so uh, that was kind of the first time for our staff to be back with the guys and I, it was it was a great way to start the scrimmages for us,
0: and then scrimmage against Forney and Arlington, Fort Worth, Arlington Heights, which is a confusing name to me because those are t- it's two cities. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know. Maybe it's some. I don't know. It's like right between Fort Worth and Arlington.
1: It's not. It's directly in Fort Worth proper. (laughs) It's off Hewland, I believe.
0: So how did those scrimmages turn out?
1: Those were really good, too. Um, You know, we handled our business with with both those teams and uh, both Forney and Fort Worth Arlington Heights have have been playoff teams and and good programs the last couple of years. So, you know, those were good, good scrimmages to to prepare us. And uh, we were really, really pleased going into that opening game. So we did
0: not talk about this at all on the last podcast until the very end, and Brendan and I both absorbed it uh, a little differently in terms of, so previously, uh, high school basketball rules, you had seven fouls uh, to give, essentially. Once you've given that seventh foul, it's a one-and-one, and Mm -hmm. and then every foul after the tenth foul in a half, uh, you shoot two free throws. called the double bonus. Correct. The rules have changed this year. So there's five fouls in a quarter that you can give and you automatically go to two free throws. We talked about it a lot uh, off air um, about how that's going to change in-game strategy. It may change quarter strategy. It's going to change a lot of things about the way high school basketball is played. So did you implement those rules in the Forney and Arlington Heights scrimmages and how did they end up (laughs) changing the way you coach or or how that uh, end of game kind of
1: played out? Yeah great question. Uh, we did we did We didn't have that going at the first look scrimmage because there were so many games they kind of did running clock and so we didn't get to do that. But at our scrimmage with Forney and Arlington Heights, we played two regulation halves against each team and then worked on some end game stuff. Um, but we did play with the new free throw rules and it changes it changes strategy and coaching for sure. I mean, you have to think about um, you know when you get that fourth foul, do you kind of adjust the way you defend? when it resets in the second quarter in the fourth quarter are you going to be more aggressive Um, and then a lot of ways especially end of game and end of the maybe the second quarter um, you you know in our scrimmage we had some fouls to give Um, I think we had two fouls um, in the Arlington Heights scrimmage so uh, we worked with our guys on you know what do we need to do when we have a foul or two that we can give and, and put the ball back out on the sideline and so that was great for us to get some practice with that. Would you say that
2: these foul rules adjust tempo, like pace of play, i.e., do you want to go – maybe we go to more of a half-court set and not push the ball as much based
1: on some of that? Um, yeah, there's it, a lot of strategy involved. I think when you, when you reset in the second quarter and fourth quarter, that's way different, you know, because if you, before, if you got seven fouls in the first quarter, you're carrying that all the way through the half. So now – When it resets in the second quarter, you know, you can really change what you're doing defensively and being aggressive. And then the other area where it makes a big difference is the fourth quarter end of games. If you have a big lead or if you're trying to come back, you know, that strategy changes when, you know, fouling is going to give them two shots. Um so it, it's going to be interesting. We're still learning and, and figuring out the, the best way to approach everything. And uh, I think our kids have been good just being aware of it and, and practicing it. And then we get to the first real game of
0: the season, uh, the Cowtown tip-off over in North Crowley, which was not the greatest result um, in terms of scoreboard for sure. So uh, Lake Highlands lost to North Crowley 91-46 to uh, good versus bad i'll ask you i'll I'll preface it with I definitely read the box score and a lot of turnovers yep and not a great shooting night um kind of under fifty percent in in all phases of the game if you want to call it that so what did you sign kind of come out with uh, from that game
1: yeah i mean I, I we talked about it we're very inexperienced you know we've got we've got a bunch of new guys that that haven't um started played a bunch of minutes on varsity and uh you know going in north Crowley. Uh, is very experienced. You know, their their starting five was the same exact starting five that we played against in the regional semifinals. So, you know, that there's helps. six man. <laughs> yeah, there's six man. He he came in in that game and he face guarded Trey. So you're talking about six seven guys who went undefeated in district last year, won thirty plus games, went to the fourth round of the playoffs. And then not only did they do that, but they lost us. So they were highly motivated to play that game. Revenge factors. And, um, you know, I I don't think it's a good representation of of who we are as a team. Um, uh, You're asking what's the good and the bad, and I think the good for us is that's going to be a regional tournament team. That that team will be at Wilkerson Grinds most likely again uh, in March. And I think it really shows our guys – this is the level that that we need to get to. Um, are we capable of playing and winning that game? I believe we are. You know, I believe we put some things together. We continue to improve. You know, I don't think that score at all is indicative of who we can be as a team. Um, so it's a great lesson. I also think just the environment and um, it being a big event, big crowd, you know, big game. A lot of our guys haven't, haven't been in that situation before. And so um i think that that kind of got the best of us um a little bit but you know hats off to coach brackle and those guys they were they were ready they were very well prepared they had a really good game plan for us and uh and they took it to us it was a humbling a uh, humbling loss, but we'll, we'll learn a lot from it. And uh, the guys bounced back last night and did a great job.
0: Yeah, in the vein of ebbs and flows, last night at Hillcrest, Lake Highlands wins 84-48. to So point differential, pretty much zero in the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, what what came out of last night's game? Uh, yeah, just really, really pleased with how they responded. You know, that was a tough loss. And when you when you get beat like that, you know, you, you everybody kind of looks in the mirror and you kind of start to have maybe some questions or some doubts on, man, I thought we were going to be pretty good. What, you know, what happened? What do we need to do better? And uh, I thought our guys just responded really well, especially how we started the game. And, um, you know, biggest things for me last night, I I loved how our guys just shared the basketball. I think we had 15 assists, uh, which is great. You know, we want to be in double digits. Over 12 is great. Um, We did a lot better taking care of the ball with turnovers, um, which which gave us some trouble with North Crowley. So um, and then a lot of different guys contributed last night so that was fun to see too. just a lot of different people had, had good games. did uh, Logan's
2: absence do you think that that helps the team in terms of other identifying who's going to step up when our, our floor leader is off the court and then also um, you know how's his health and what do you project for him moving forward?
1: Yeah, so he got banged up a little bit at the end of the North Crowley game and then then was in, unable to play. Um, against Hillcrest last night and, and Logan is one of our most experienced guys you know he had he played in in the state tournament and played in a lot of big games for us so he's one of those guys we do lean on for leadership and so um, you know not having him last night um, you know we needed some other guys to step up and it was great for them some of our other point guards uh, Braylon Moses um, Henry Moore got in there a little bit since Anderson uh, they all had to Kind of carry the load for some of the things Logan usually does and and those guys all did great um you know, came in and did good things and and i and like to your question, that's gonna help us long term for those guys to get those experiences, and then we'll be even better when when Logan gets back
0: yeah, it took a chin to the back of the head yeah some added some staples onto that bad boy that's yeah, always fun it was unfortunate
1: he had to leave the building uh midway through the fourth quarter and and go get kind of. I guess you don't say stitched up got stapled up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always exciting. Uh great. Well, that's a you know an up and down obviously start to the season but you know it's what we expected. It's what we talked about on episode 1. You know, we're going to see some really good play and some really good games and we're gonna see some sneakers every now and then, but you know, you learn from those things. So let's get to the sponsorships. Um of course sponsored currently by Highlands Family Dentistry. That's Dr. Jordan Luna. Doctor Luna has over fifteen years of experience in the dental field. That seems like a lot. It is. It's a lot. It's more experience
2: than the backcourt of the Lake Highlands Wildcats currently.
0: And, what I, I, and you, obviously, have your entire family there. Um, but, but he really combines that modern dental, dental technology with that warm, friendly atmosphere. I walked in there a couple of weeks ago and just, oh, hey, Scott, how's it going? You know, hugs and all the things.
2: I, great. Can, I can one-up you on that. Go ahead. This morning, I made an appointment for November 30th. Anybody that wants to show up there at 9 a.m., I will be signing <laughs> autographs and maybe giving away a uh marable home or something uh but mia greeted me uh very professionally and laughed at my terrible jokes uh about teeth and uh the the appointment process couldn't be easier uh i highly encourage people if you are looking for a dentist uh or just want to kick your current dentist to the curb give them a shot because they are very warm and it is very much a personal touch. And I will report back after the November 30th appointment on my findings or their findings.
0: <laughs> you going to bring, like, x-rays in? So uh, I, can look, I can look at them. I might if there's something where The worth. distal five is uh, a little uh, shady there.
2: They'll find that there's a staple in my right jaw, <laughs> taking one from being too much of a smart aleck.
0: Well, uh, Dr. Luna, of course, a, a local, grew up at Mesquipoteet High School and then went to A&M, did his uh, dentistry doctorate at the Baylor College of Dentistry. You can find Dr. Luna at the Lake Ridge Village Shopping Center right over there off of Walnut Hill and Audelia. Give them a call today for an appointment, 214-491-5362 or go to highlandsdentaldallas.com. Our other sponsor this year, Wildcat Cleaners, the Mask Family. Um, they've actually been in our community for about eight years. Um, proud to call Lake Highlands home. They've they've um, been a cleaners for the last couple of years. Um, they they really share what you know this community is all about. Commitment to service, hold that quality and customer service in the highest regard. I love going to Wildcat Cleaners. Um, they are located at the Lake Highlands Town Center, right kind of behind um, that Hollywood feed. 9330 Lookout Point, they're in Suite 166. They've got curbside service. Uh, you can call the curbside number, 972 850 9444. Or you can just do drop it off, pick it up, or they have delivery. It's 214 755 zero six zero two for wildcat cleaners again sponsorships are available just reach out to me shwoodard at gmail.com and that will take us to this week's
1: player of the week yeah a lot a of, lot of good candidates for this one uh kind of going back to like the scrimmages and um you know north crowley game scrimmages and uh last night's game against hillcrest i thought um Senior Zolan Skinner, uh, kind of new guy to our team, uh, also won the dunk contest. Uh, just th- throughout all those, I thought he was really solid, especially those early scrimmages. And, and then last night, he w- he was really good as well. So we'll have to go Zolan Skinner, uh, player of the week.
0: Awesome. Congratulations to Zolan Skinner as our Lake Hoopland's player of the week. All right, let's do a little uh, full court press with Coach Joe. I'm on it. <whistles> all right, Coach. Okay. Last
2: year, uh, you uh, gave us a full insight on the massive Thanksgiving gathering that your family partakes in. I think there 's valet parking and things <laughs> of that nature. Tents are going up in the yard that's that 's basically what I had uh, envisioned yeah. so let me let 's ask a follow up question based on that knowledge. Who is the person you least want to be seated oh,
1: next no. to you for the dinner?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh when, no. I I saw this uh, question earlier. Oh,
1: that that's tough. Um Oh man, put I me like on the spot. Everyone. Uh yeah, no, I I guess I would say, you know, at our big Thanksgiving dinners, you know, there'd be 50-60 people. Uh there's always a kids' table. Uh <laughs> you know, and so uh for me it would just be I I think that you know, it's such a rite of passage when you finally get the bump away from the kids' table and uh you know, now we have kids, have kids. And um, so, yeah, as long as I'm with with some of my family and I, I would say this, I'd probably actually not like to sit next to my own family, not because I don't like them, <laughs> but because I see them all the time. So I, I, I just hope I get to see some of my other aunts and uncles and cousins and and get to talk to them. That's that's a great answer. Scott, what do you got on that? We'll, one?
0: we'll, we'll build off of it. So give me your top three Thanksgiving guest seats. And this is you, you have to exclude family and exclude Jesus.
1: Oh, just anybody that we could have Correct. come to do the oh man no wait who no jesus no jesus that's <laughs> cheating cuz jesus is yeah. everyone's answer uh yeah or i mean most people's answer no melissa michael jordan number 1 okay uh probably the late dean smith would be a, a second i'm think, sensing a thing. that i'd love yeah <laughs> bat, tobacco road here uh let's get away from basketball um shoot who else would be good uh it's uh, Ditka. Uh, that That's a great one Yeah <laughs> l- let's do that Mike Ditka. Man, That would make for some good conversation Brendan
2: uh, Top three or person no. least least wanting no. to sit next to Because no. I'd be more than happy to air that grievance You've Anybody
0: got, Okay, Your list is long for the not want to sit next yeah, to
2: Yeah I'd prefer to eat alone at the bar Um <laughs> I would say my top three guests or that I would have uh, Thanksgiving would be you two, oh, first and oh, foremost. So nice. Yeah, although or you're kind of like Jesus. Maybe that doesn't count. <laughs> I need a little um, bit longer hair. And then I'm going to throw in there uh, General George S. Patton okay. uh, in honor of our veterans and his incredible leadership during World War II. Top that.
0: Well, I will go with... Um, I think Alexander Hamilton would be interesting. Um, that's more of a, the intellectual answer. Okay. I would like to bring Will Farrell. Ah, yes. Uh, and I, would, I, I actually really like Bill Simmons. I want to have a lot of conversation. Bill Simmons has a lot of um, entertainment and sports takes that I, I like to listen to. And well, he's from Boston, so he's thankful for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he's thankful for the tea party. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Turducken or just a regular turkey.
1: Oh, uh, I think i am g- got to go traditional on this, and uh, I'm, I'm good with just a regular turkey. Brendan? Um, I'll take regular turkey as well. I don't I, need anything tricked up.
0: I had a turnduck in last Thanksgiving. It was pretty awesome. I do love duck, though. I like duck. Duck's good.
2: Um, this is all just making me sleepy. The tryptophan <laughs> thing is, well, you is have less tryptophan
0: if you have less turkey.
2: That's correct. But I'm still, you're still going to get the full effect no matter what. Coach, what is your best Thanksgiving basketball memory? This is basketball mm. intensive.
1: Uh, <laughs> it's with this podcast. Last though. year, <laughs> last year was great. Uh, the the Thanksgiving hoop fest, getting to be a, a part of that, and getting the game on ESPN with the, with the team from New York City um you know that that's definitely number one for me um guys did such a great job you know coming out in the big moment and delivering um you know have some other great memories as a as a young coach as a freshman coach uh taking part in the south oak cliff thanksgiving tournament which our freshmen will be playing in uh friday and saturday i think last year they got second in that tournament um, in the old gym at South Oak cliff upstairs. And of course they have a nice new gym now, but those are some great memories too.
0: I always, um, I remember very vividly from high school basketball where we would play a tournament and I would leave from the game, get in the car and drive to Santa Fe with my parents. Like that was our trip. We would go skiing over that long weekend of Thanksgiving. Um, do, do the players like they have to hang around
1: yeah, that, that is an unfortunate thing as a basketball coach and basketball player that, that you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas, you, you're going to have a lot going on. Um, it's just a busy time uh, in preparation for getting ready for district. And then over Christmas, too, we do the same thing. You get five days off. But outside of that, you've usually got a Christmas tournament. Uh, so it's hard to, to take trips and plan those things. But um, it's, it's, it's part of commitment. Part of the game. Yep. yep. It's a job.
0: Brendan, best Thanksgiving basketball memory. Uh, pause for uh, gambling comments. Here we go.
1: <laughs> so, so,
2: um, it actually does involve uh, the Maui Invitational. I feel like I'm kind of peeking ahead on that, but um, it's called a tease. It was in 1999. I was visiting uh, friends. My parents uh, took a trip to Mexico for Thanksgiving. I was invited. I declined politely, uh, so that I could go to the Texas Texas A&M uh, football game I like on the how Friday. You could
0: decline your parents' Thanksgiving trip. Well, I appreciated the offer. You have an open relationship <laughs> and with
2: your And I was going to go, you know, uh, take part in the Texas A&M-Texas football game that Friday after uh, the tragic collapse of the bonfire, and I wanted to see that and be part of that firsthand. However, the, the night before in Houston, I was with some friends, and... Um, Uh, North Carolina made an absolutely incredible comeback with a bucket uh, to uh, take care of all of the Thanksgiving trip that would have happened in Mexico.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They came back with one bucket. Uh, I've I've heard there's not a 40-point bucket. I mean, they made a a full comeback and hit a bucket at
2: the buzzer. I think you knew what I meant, but thank you for that embarrassment.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, Leading into what would you rather be at? the maui invitational
1: or the macy's thanksgiving day parade oh i mean that's an easy one i'd definitely much prefer the maui invitational that was so easy that i great teams
0: (laughs) that was so easy that i created a second question would you rather be at the maui invitational or a bears lions thanksgiving day football game
1: yeah, that's that's another easy one right now because the Bears are the <laughs> doormat of the NFL. Uh, they are my team, but, and I'm sticking with them. But, uh, yeah, I'd still go Maui Invitational. Uh, maybe later on if the Bears can figure things out or bring Ditka back, uh, then, then we'd love to do that on Thanksgiving. I have, did enjoy when they played the Cowboys over Thanksgiving. We've, we've gone to that game before. Do you have a favorite float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Oh, man, I'm, I'm not really that big on the parade. Uh, <laughs> I'll go. Is, there a, is there a Snoopy float? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know, old school. Yeah. I guess I, I memories of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or as a kid, so I guess I'd go There's Snoopy. a Charlie Brown Charlie float Brown in there, too. Yeah. Always. <laughs> People I would not like to sit next to at Thanksgiving, Al Roker. Charlie Brown
0: and Snoopy? And Al Roker. <laughs> There's three of them. All right, that was, of course, our full court press with Coach Joe. All right, let's preview Thanksgiving. Um, as mentioned, there's a lot of basketball happening over Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Uh, and so if you are in town, you've got ample opportunity to go cheer on the Wildcats while you're trying not to fall asleep from the trip to fan. This Thursday through Saturday, that's November 17th through the 19th, uh, there is a basketball
1: thing. That's <laughs> yes, uh, on the, the Dallas Mavs uh, Yes, fall Dallas Mavs so that's it. Yes. So that'll be our first time to participate in this tournament. The Dallas Mavericks put everything on. They do a great job with it. There's Where a is this looking uh, So all the games are going to be in Frisco. They start at four different Frisco high schools. And then if you make it to the semifinals and finals, they play that. In I, don't, I think maybe it's the Comerica Center, it's where the Texas Legends play, the, oh, okay, the yeah, uh, yeah. Dallas Mavericks G League team. No AAC, um, come on, no. Cuban. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. no AAC, um, but they've really done a good job. Over I think it's probably about four or five years old, and um, really, really good field. Um, so we're going to play some some great teams, and uh, yeah, we could play end up playing five or six games this week. Who is the first team you'll play? Uh, we we open up tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, at the Dallas Mavericks Fall Classic. Our games are going to be at Frisco Centennial High School, and we open with Tyler John Tyler will be our first opponent. Okay. Um, then we would play uh, either Red Oak or Frisco Centennial, and then Looming on the Horizon could be another matchup with Plano East. So that, that would be really cool if we got to play to in that third round. Always fun against Plano East and our friend Coach Wester.
0: Um, all right, Thanksgiving Hoop Fest in Duncanville again uh, that's November 24th and 25th who we're going to see at that one
1: so we are matched up with Denton Guyer um, another team that's that's been really good over the last five ten years uh, we we got the nice early slot on Friday at eight thirty in the morning so everybody that has a great time on Thanksgiving just keep it rolling roll right out of bed at 8:30 It's pre it's pre <laughs> And you can join football. us at pre-college uh, football. you can join us at at Duncanville. Yeah, you won't miss anything. I think I'm going to hit that anything. one. That's a great time um, for me. But no, we're we're honored the, the 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 Hoop Fest is and if you haven't been to it, watching us or not watching us, if you are a high school basketball fan if you would go back over the last five or ten years and look at all of the players that have been to Dallas and played in the Hoop Fest, it is one of the best events basketball-wise. If you like high school and just basketball in general, go to the Hoop Fest. You're going to see dozens of NBA players um with their team you know I have so many great memories of watching some guys that you now see that are NBA all-stars that played in the hoop fest um you know our guy Trey Johnson will be will be back in town that'll be one one opportunity to catch him again um also hearing rumblings there may be a commitment on his part here pretty soon um but yeah so even if you're not going to watch us uh, if you love basketball Get down to Duncanville on Friday and Saturday for some great games. I went to Hoop Fest last year, and it it is incredible. Yeah, uh, it it's it feels like a college
0: basketball environment. There's TV cameras, there's music. Play. I mean, it's a it's awesome, and the basketball is is absolutely phenomenal. I'm going to hit Hoop Fest this year. Do it. 8:30 a.m. Friday after Thanksgiving. Go see Lake Highlands play Denton Guyer. Uh, November 28th. We're back in at least our vicinity uh, at Mesquite Horn. That's at 7 p.m. Anything we want to look at from a Mesquite Horn perspective?
1: Yeah, we, we've played them every year the last five or six years. Always a good game. Always uh, well coached have some good athletes. Um, we play Wiley over Thanksgiving, too, on Monday. That's a home game. Uh, so if you want to come watch the Wildcats at home Monday of Thanksgiving week, uh, we'll be playing Wiley uh, Mesquite Horn just beat Wiley by, by 20 last night. So that, that Horn game will be a great matchup. Um, I will be at the Wiley game 1 PM on Monday,
0: November 20th, uh, in my rush to create the run sheet. I missed that game. So apologies. No, all good.
1: All good. (laughs) So yeah, we'd love to see that's our, our first home game, uh, Officially of the season uh, Monday next week.
0: So we've got Mavs Classic. We've got Thanksgiving Hoop Fest. And then we wrap up kind of this Thanksgiving uh, gauntlet with the Georgetown Jack Frost Tournament, which I assume is in Georgetown, Texas, not Washington, D.C. Yes, yes. Who are who are the teams that we're going to be looking
1: at in the uh, Jack Frost Tournament? Uh, so we open up with the host, Georgetown, in our first game Thursday night. Um, there is a really good field down there. There's some strong teams in Central Texas this year that that really have a shot. Harker um, Heights, always good. Harker Heights is good. Colleen has some really good basketball. Ellison's another team that's usually good. They're not in the tournament. But um, Stony Point, Round Rock Stony mm-hmm. Point, they have a kid named Josiah Mosley who's just committed to Villanova. Really, really good player. Um, they, they're they up there, top five in the state. Really good team. So they're in the Jack Frost Uh, Lake Travis has a really good player named Hudson Greer and a good team. They're also in the tournament. I would love to play those two teams. And then we had a real interesting game in the fall with Waco Midway um, where we were up 20 and they ended up getting us at the buzzer. So we would love to (laughs) see Waco Midway again and uh, avenge that, that fall loss.
0: Waco Midway. I I went to Woodway Elementary, which is a feeder of Waco Midway. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's my
2: Waco roots. And your name is Woodard. I'm starting <laughs> that's to connect also to true. It. God, how did you put that together? Uh, just listening.
0: Do you have any any other good points you'd like to make?
2: Good points? <laughs> I do have good points. And those are, there's a, uh, as has just been uh, stated, there is a huge menu of basketball to get to for this community as they're doing the football thing as well, rooting on those uh, hard-hitting uh, Wildcats under Coach Campbell. Uh, so don't let the holidays just be about putting up Family. Christmas decorations and eating <laughs> eating too much and worried about what you're going to get someone as a gift. Let's focus on this community, building these kids up, and uh, having some great experiences in spectacular. Spectator sports uh, by cheering them on.
1: Yeah, let me throw out too because I think you'll be there, Brendan. Tonight uh, we got the junior high scrimmage. So Lake Highlands versus Forest Meadow tonight, Wednesday night uh, at Lake Highlands High School. Uh, so we're we're super excited to see the youngsters at both Lake Highlands Junior High and Forest Meadow Junior High. And I believe our girls also have a Jake's game day. Um, spirit night so if you go eat at jake's game day mention the girls that goes back to their program so again we plenty of basketball but even tonight you can see the future we have some great kids down at lake homins junior high in forest meadow the so seventh
2: grade is at five thirty, i believe and the eighth
1: graders are at 7 p.m
0: so this and this eighth grade class which brendan's uh, son yeah. is a part of that's a good class of basketball players.
1: Yeah, we are really excited about um, what we've got coming up in eighth grade and and, and even just throughout our whole program. I mean, I, we've, we've got depth and I, that was a good thing last night. I, like you guys mentioned, Logan Strahan, one of our leaders, was out and, and our guys didn't miss a beat. Different guys stepped up and that's because that's of the depth of our program and super excited to see those youngsters tonight. Is this game getting streamed tonight? That's what I've heard. <laughs> I've heard it was getting streamed. Have you, heard um, that, Coach? We, you know, we do have NFHS. So if any at any time you're not able to come to one of our games, if the game is at home or another Richardson ISD school or a school that has NFHS, like Hillcrest had it last night, okay. uh, you can always jump on NFHS and. And watch the game online and and so yeah I'll, I'll double check but i think maybe we may do that for the junior high scrimmage
2: and definitely want to check out the matchup between the big men who are also teammates in another uh venture uh charlie oswald and israel yes. um both going to be
0: uh that's a great matchup
1: yes two two eighth graders who are, who are great players and
0: great kids like both of those guys Wonderful. Well, we will be back uh, with the next episode of Lake Hoopland's December 3rd. We are a little tardy in this episode due to some scheduling difficulties on our part, but uh, we'll definitely be back for episode three on December three. Please listen. Uh, Thank you very much to uh, Highlands Family Dentistry and to Wildcat Cleaners. And congratulations to Zolan Skinner, our Player of the Week. And we will see you next time.
2: Happy Thanksgiving and go cats. Thank you guys.